Well, hey, folks, and welcome to the Dollar and a Different Show. My name's Josh, and we here at Social Change Nation are a nation of do-gooders and world-benders who are crazy enough to believe that we can change the world with for-profit, for-purpose, social impact businesses. So listen in as we get to the bottom of how you can make a dollar and a difference as a social entrepreneur. All right. Well, I love that song and I love that it's our intro. So again, my name's Josh and you're tuning in to The Dollar and a Difference Show. It's here that we talk all about this idea of social entrepreneurship and social impact business. And every day we're going to unpack a new topic. Every week, I should say. I'll do this as a weekly show. This is is part of a mini-series that we're doing, by the way. This is a part of a number of seasons that we've done. We started as an interview show. And now we're breaking into this mini-series where I just thought that it was important to take a step back and unpack some of the fundamentals, the building blocks, the basic pieces of what it means to build a social impact business. And so that's what this mini-series is, is going to be about. So let's go ahead and just jump right in with today's episode as part of our mini-series on social impact businesses. All right. Hey again, Change Nation, and welcome back to today's episode where we're going to talk about how social entrepreneurship is transforming business for good. For good. Now, let me tell you, I have got a big problem with today's big business media that is trying to say that what we're doing as social entrepreneurship is some kind of a passing fad or a niche, or by and large, actually, they're just not even mentioning it. Now, when I say today's big business media, I'm talking about publications like, you know, the Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, big business, um, you know, any business show on TV. if, If they talk about it at all, they're talking about it like some passing fad. Now, I'm not talking, though, about magazines like Fast Company and Entrepreneur and Inc. They've been doing a phenomenal job of talking about our movement of social entrepreneurship and, and, and really pushing it forward for what it is, a transformational movement that is shifting the way that business is done for good, for good. So I really personally refer to Fast Company and Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine a lot for articles that they do on social entrepreneurs because they get it. But I can't say the same for bigger publications, again, like the Wall Street Journal or or just the general mainstream business media. They don't get this yet, but that's okay for now. Well, it's not okay, really, but maybe understandable. I don't know. But it's our job. It's on us to go out there and to prove to them that we are transforming business for good and that social entrepreneurship is going to become business as usual. And as always, I'm going to give you some examples and some proof about why I know this is the case, why I know we are shifting the tide of business for good. All right, so let's talk about that. So first of all, though, I do want to throw out a quick disclaimer, caveat, whatever you want to call it here. I am not saying that traditional business is bad. I'm not saying that. 
I'm not saying that social entrepreneurship is better than traditional entrepreneurship. And I don't want you to say that either, because you're going to turn a lot of people off if you do that. I'm not saying that. There are a lot of great traditional businesses out there that are doing a lot of good. And honestly, there are some quote unquote social entrepreneurs out there that are just in it for the marketing and they're not doing a whole lot of good either. You know, so I don't really want to paint that with the same brush. My philosophy, though, is that and really what I see happening, it's not just my philosophy. What I see happening is that, first of all, folks that are are sticking their flag on the idea of social entrepreneurship and, and starting social impact businesses, we just have a different set of needs a lot of times, a different way that we brand, a different way that we tell our story, that we build our communities and that kind of thing. So we're just different. And so that's why I created Social Change Nation was because I thought that we needed a community that was tailored to us. Not because I thought we were somehow better than all the other traditional businesses out there. So that's not what I'm saying. So hear me out on that. But having said that, I will say that any business that doesn't get on board at some level with the idea of social entrepreneurship, they're going to really see some massive problems in their business over the next, say, 10 to 15 years. And that's just a fact. It's not saying that anyone's better or worse. It's just saying that's the reality of what, we, what we're seeing right now. And let me tell you why I believe that. Let me prove this to you, in other words. So it's mainly because of the stats that, that we're seeing. Not, the, not just the stats. I mean, like they always say, there are stats, you know, who knows sometimes with stats, I guess. But, but the evidence and the behavior, the way people are behaving, that is overwhelmingly pointing out that for-profit, for-purpose businesses are really going to be the wave of the future, that social entrepreneurship is, is really going to be leading the charge of business uh, as, we, as we go forward. So, and, and here's why. I'll tell you in one word, just one word. Millennials. Millennials. I'm a millennial myself, and we are one of the largest generations out there, and we have enormous control over technology, the culture, communication. I mean, you know, just think Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook. <laughs> There's no better example than that, but there are thousands of millennials like him out there who are running, not companies necessarily as big as Facebook, but they're running companies that are really driving the way that people communicate and interact, the way that businesses market, all of that kind of thing. They're being led by millennials. We have just a completely disproportionate amount of influence, you know, given our size, we have a completely disproportionate amount of influence on, on politics, culture, the economy, that kind of thing millennials do, right? We have $600 billion in buying power and we're using it. So the bottom line there, the, the takeaway that you want from that is that millennials, millennials have a lot of influence and they're using it. They're making waves. Okay. That's point one. That alone wouldn't necessarily prove my point that social entrepreneurship is going to transform the way business is done for good. But I'm getting to that. <laughs> so, all right. Now, another thing, though, that millennials want, and this is according to Forbes magazine, Goldman Sachs did a big study on this. We really value authenticity with the brands that we interact with. And with brands that we believe are authentically and genuinely interacting with the world, will demonstrate a brand loyalty to those companies unlike anything that has ever really been seen before. Okay? So, you know, that that's a point. But here's the kicker. Here are the kicker stats. Millennials, overwhelmingly, if you put an equal product on the shelf, product A, product B, all things are equal between product A and product B, except that product A has a social cause, a social mission, and product B does not, Millennials will go with product A, the one with the social mission, all day long and twice on Sundays. 
And that has been proven and backed up by a number of studies, folks. And it's, it's Goldman Sachs, it's Forbes, it's um, who else is conducting these studies? There's a big consulting agency in the name just escaped me, not uh, can't remember the name. But bottom line is there are some major, major, major entities, marketing, branding organizations that are doing big studies on this, all coming to the same conclusions. Millennials really gravitate towards cause-driven brands. Another big study. Several studies actually have proven this as well, that millennials really believe that businesses are a major player, have a major role to play in creating social change in the world. In other words, millennials are demanding that businesses do well and do good. Millennials are demanding that businesses act or that, that they engage at some level in social entrepreneurship. We're demanding it. And if they don't do it, we are actually voting with our dollars and moving to companies that do and, and demonstrating a lot more loyalty to them and sticking with them, with the companies that can prove authentically and genuinely to us that they are creating sustainability, that they are valuing the communities in which they work, that they view themselves as a big player in this world of social change, that they're not just going about business as usual and doing whatever they need to do, that they're actually thinking about how their supply change, how they treat their employees, how they, how they treat their suppliers, how all of those kinds of things bear on the people they get to do business with them. If for no other reason than millennials are demanding that they just behave better. <laughs> So, I mean, there you have it, folks. And again, everything that I'm telling you, I mean, you can look this up, you know, just Google it. Millennials and, and social entrepreneurship or, or, you know, millennial consumers, what do they want? Something like that. You're going to find all these stats, all kinds of big organizations doing this. Another stat that I think is really key. I think it's huge. Millennials will take a pay cut to work for a company that they view as one having a good social mission behind it, as one that values people, as one that, value, as one that values the world, community, sustainability, those kinds of things. If, if you can demonstrate that you're authentically doing that as a company, millennials will actually take less to work for you. Now, that doesn't mean that you can just, you know, pay millennials peanuts. I'm not saying that, right? These millennials at these companies that, that have social good in mind are making good money. It's just to say, if it's, you know, company A, some hard-driving, finance-at-all-costs company versus company B, you know, that has that social good component, the millennial will take a percentage less to work for the cause-driven company. They will do that. They will bring their talents there. So cause-driven companies are winning the war for talent, is what I'm telling you. They're winning the war for talent. So all of these stats, all of these pieces come into play and and lead me and I hopefully it leads you to also believe that social entrepreneurship is not just a passing fad it's not a niche we social entrepreneurs social impact entrepreneurs are transforming the way that business is done for good for good and yes I know that has double meaning <laughs> I mean for good in the sense of forever and for good in the sense of for the greater good. So yeah, that's an intentional thing I do quite a bit around here. But all right. So what does all of this mean for you sitting out there listening, starting this social impact business or, or growing it? You know, if you already have it started, what does this mean for you? Well, bottom line, 
Don't ever let anyone tell you that social entrepreneurship is a fad. You see, the truth is it's becoming business as usual because one of the largest groups of consumers is demanding it. We millennials are demanding that that's the way that business is done. So for you, by building an authentic, cause-driven social entrepreneur's brand, you're doing the best thing that you can to ensure your prosperity and the purpose of your social venture. And that's pretty simple and straightforward to me. I mean, the writing's on the wall. And if, if you're a traditional entrepreneur and you happen to have stumbled on this, again, we're not saying that, that you're bad or that we're better. We're not even saying that. We're just saying that look at these stats and find a way to genuinely and authentically connect with social good in your brand. That's really what social entrepreneurship is all about. You know, it's about making a dollar and making a difference. It's about viewing yourself as a change-making member of your community. It's about taking the power that you have with your business to really transform people's lives and then weave that transformation into your brand. I mean, that's, that's really what it is. And those are the businesses that are winning and stats are showing that. And so I want to close out with, with an example of a brand that I think is really leading the charge for us in this way. It's Warby Parker. Now, you've probably heard of Warby Parker, but if you haven't, they're, they're an eyeglass company that is really disrupting the eyeglass industry. Before Warby Parker, there were like two or three companies that completely monopolized and dominated the eyeglass industry across the world. I'm not going to name names. You can look it up if you want. But bottom line is, you know, they made these glasses as cheaply as they could, sold them for as much as they could because there wasn't a lot of competition you know, they forced you to go to an eye doctor, all kinds of things like that, that they, they really just cornered the market. Well, Warby Parker came in and said, this is bullshit. And I'm going to read from their website and tell you a little bit about their story. Now, the reason this is important, let me just tell you real quick before I tell you their story. The reason this is important, Warby Parker is absolutely a social entrepreneur. For every pair of glasses they sell, they give away a pair. Well, they, they, they empower a, a micro-entrepreneur who sells glasses uh, or gets glasses into a community in the developing world. And there's a lot more to that story. I would encourage you to run to their site. But bottom line, they're big social entrepreneurs. Okay? So that's first and foremost. But let me... And they're big social entrepreneurs. And they are widely recognized as one of the most successful companies in the U.S. today. I mean, you'll find them in all kinds of major business publications. They're growing at an exponential rate. They're an incredible company. They're doing a great job. And by the way, I wear their glasses. I'm, I'm blind as a bat. <laughs> so I love their glasses. So, you know, that's that's personal experience too. But anyway, um, that's Warby Parker, okay? So they have this, they're, they're huge social entrepreneurs. They're leading the charge for us in a lot of ways, but they're also leading the charge on a traditional business standpoint as well. But let me, let me read you their story. With that in mind, with that as context, let me read you what, what they have on their website. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty objective to offer designer eyewear at a revolutionary price while leading the way for socially conscious businesses. Every idea starts with a problem. Ours was simple. Glasses are too expensive. We were students when one of us lost his glasses on a backpacking trip, and the cost of replacing them was so high that he spent the first semester of grad school without them, squinting and complaining. We don't recommend this, by the way. <laughs> so anyway, now they go on to their social cause. We also believe that everyone has the right to see. Almost 1 billion people worldwide lack access to glasses, which means that 15% of the world's population cannot effectively learn or work. 
To help address this problem, Warby Parker partners with nonprofits like Vision Spring to ensure that for every pair of glasses sold, a pair is distributed to someone in need. And I'd like to add, by the way, that one of the founders of Warby Parker used to be an executive director at Vision Spring, at that nonprofit, for quite a long time. The reason I'm telling you that is because Warby Parker, for me, is a brand that exemplifies so much of what we talk about. They have this deep and heartfelt why. He worked there for 10 years. He saw these countries, I think it was 10 years, he saw these countries where people were not getting the glasses they needed to see, to work, to learn, right? He saw that front and center. That's genuine and authentic for him. But then he and his co-founders also wanted to create a kick-ass business. They saw a business problem. Glasses were too freaking expensive. They were monopolized by a couple of companies. They were going to change that. They disrupted it. And they disrupted it in a big way. And they're growing like crazy. And they're eating market share. All will do in a whole lot of good. Because they stuck to their guns as social entrepreneurs. Because they saw the stats I mean, more than they saw the stats, right? It, it's clearly where their hearts are at. But also, the stats worked in their favor. I mean, you can't deny that, you know, of millennials wanting these kinds of things. Okay? That is why I am saying that social entrepreneurship is this force that's transforming the way business is done. Okay? And by the way, talking about Warby Parker, if you do need glasses, um, they've actually <laughs> offered us a, a great deal where you can check it out. And, well, it, I shouldn't say they've offered us. Us as in anyone can do this. Um, they have a program where you can go and you can pick up to five pairs on their website. You can get them in the mail and you can try them on for free. It's all totally for free. Check them out. You know, if you need a new pair of glasses, you can look at them that way. And then once you decide the one of the five that you want, you can then go and order them. But that's that's really their revolutionary, one of their revolutionary ideas was to allow you to try glasses on at home as opposed to having to go there, uh, go to your eye doctor to try them on. So anyway, Warby Parker's home trial kit has revolutionized the industry and it's a really great program. That's how I got my glasses. Um, now I do have a, a special code that you could use that would give us a little love if you ended up, you know, trying some glasses on, if you were looking at glasses anyway. Um, so that's really just, uh, and I can't remember it actually now, but I'm going to throw, oh, I do have it. I have it right here. Okay. So it's just warbyparkertrial.com slash social change, warbyparkertrial.com slash social change. And I'll pop it into the show notes so you can have a look at it there. But again, it's, it's just a great thing if, if you're a glasses and I'm, I'm saying this genuinely because I'm blind as a bat. Warby Parker was the only crew that could fit me without looking like I had a couple of Coke bottle glasses on my eyeglasses, you know, the real thick ones, right? They're great. So if you need glasses, they're bar none the best place to get them right now. So jump on to warbyparkertrial.com slash social change. And if you try them on, you'll give us a little love that way. <laughs> um, but again, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and put it in the show notes so you can have a direct link to that. So, all right. That's what I got for you today. I just want you to remember, re-listen to these stats if you have to. Look up information that you, you need. But, you know, it's more than stats. I've been working in the social entrepreneurship space now for over a decade. And this is a transformational movement that we're involved in. I can promise you that. It's not a fad. It's not a niche. It's changing the way that business is done for good. And thankfully now we have great companies like Warby Parker, like Mission Belt, like Sword and Plow that are, are helping us really prove to the world that we're here to stay. And so for you as you're starting out, get out there. Don't let people tell you it's a fad. Don't let people convince you business can't be done this way. This is the only way that business is going to be done. 
in the coming decades. And it's important that you help us spread that message. Thanks for tuning in today, Change Nation, and keep it real. They'll call me freedom just like a waving.